This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. What's up, people? We're back for part three with everybody's favorite. Yeah. Boy, say hello to the people. Hello, my peoples. My peoples with a Z. This isn't a very common for us to do three parts in a row with somebody like this. So this is you. You definitely uh, are making some waves. People are very excited every time you talk. So thanks for doing no, this. No, I'm glad, but fuck that. I should have been on this a long ass time ago. Other guys got free meals. They were getting wine and dine, <laughs> and I just got oh the, man. I, me, oh, we're like oh yeah. There's a a play going around. Fuck it, call Hoya. You know that nigga's home. <laughs> oh. love to have taken you to Sarah Street. We yeah. sent so many emails to Hoyer's management to get him on this show. <laughs> we were turned down so many times, and now he's talking like this. Yeah. It's like there's nobody working at Casa de Rock. Exactly, exactly. What do you think these shirts print themselves? God damn it! Yo, it looks like you're doing nice though. How huh? you moving the product? No, I gotta say, yo, you know, I, ever since day one, you know, people been looking out, man. People been backing everything I do, and. And I got to say, man, I, I hope it, um, everybody's feeling a little bit, you know, but people are, are, you know, they're supporting, man. And I hope this, and I'm glad because now is, you know, bands like us always need support, but especially now, you know what I mean? Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, yeah, you, know got... who, you know who always wears your stuff? Who? Lukey Luke. Luke Rota. That's right. You know what? Luke is the reason I do hardcore, just so you guys know that. Damn. Just wow. so you motherfuckers know that. I and, say and that's that, good. I tell him that, now I'm telling all my post-America peoples. That's why, because you know why? He's the raw, he's the human form of the soul of New York hardcore right now. Wow. If he that's was listening right now, he'd be sweating. But well, you, know what? Yeah. He is. you know why? Because he lives that shit. He's like, uh, he's the DNA of a Vinny Stigma to the team. Yeah. You know what wow. I mean? To the T. Uh, and you know what? He was brought up the right way. He knows his history. He he know he, he he came up, you know, he should be proud of himself because he came up when when that type of uh that type of you know, that that breed has been over. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was our generation. You know what I mean? He came a little bit later and he's like literally the last specs of our generation, you know what I mean? He's like yeah. a throwback. We were talking about uh, Vinny the the last time we spoke, and he how like he's like a, a one of a kind. Like there's never anybody like him. Yeah. To me, Luke Rota fits into that category where yes, at some point in history, people are going to be talking about Luke Rota like that. They're He'll not, be oh married God, with kids in like two years. We'll never I, see him again. And not only that, and, and you know, on <laughs> top of that, he's also. A, a, a throwback, even though he's younger than me, to a, what a real classic New Yorker is. Yeah, yeah. just he, a real. He, he doesn't front head. like he's from New York. <laughs> you know he's from New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just you know that when you see a dude like me, I'm from Queens. He's from the Bronx. You meet us, you know we're from New York. Now there's like a an arrogance that comes yeah. with like being from New York, but it's, it's like but no 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 it's Vinny not. Cl- 
Pennsylvania calls it arrogance. No, no. Let me explain it from a Pennsylvania <laughs> yeah, perspective. Let me explain it from a, from Joe a got, Pennsylvania Joe perspective. Got hit back, son. Okay. Oh. So, when you grow up in Pennsylvania, if you walk like you are from New York, it's arrogant. Yeah. But if you grow up in New York and you act like you're from Pennsylvania, you get eaten alive. No, 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 of course. So, for, in, a, in a lot of places. So there's there's a, it's an arrogance, but it's like a a survival mechanism that's yeah. just passed down from, you know, neighborhoods, basically, to to the culture. And it's everywhere, everywhere, every spot in New York that you visit has their own specific brand of this arrogance and it's something that as a pennsylvania native who spent a lot of time in new york city and richie's there every day you know what i mean like we we all did um it's something that i can appreciate and i think it's it's what that's it, the flavor of new york it's yeah, the flavor it's, no it's definitely what you said that way it's it's our defense mechanism because in new york people are coming at you from day one like said, from when you're a little kid, forget, God forbid, you got some fake sneakers on. It don't matter if you're five <laughs> years old; they're dissing you. You know what yeah. I mean? It just and so you learn to like, you know, yeah, you know, you got to learn how to like, you know, if you if you if you can't afford it, you got to learn how to like front like own it. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, it's just yeah, it's a New York thing. You know what I mean? But uh, Luke, Luke can walk into a room anywhere. And Even in, in, in the Bronx, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he'll he'll be like running the room. Like, oh, hell yeah! Like he'll walk in and immediately he owns this room. Everybody's looking at him, every hanging on every word he says. He's like you know entertaining people, or he's fucking yelling at people, or he's whatever. But he just there's no one that matters more than him in his room right now. That's that's how Luke carries himself. Exactly. Listen, fuck Red Bull. I'd rather have a can of Luke backstage. Hell yeah. There you go. Uh, can Hell of yeah. Shout out go. to my fucking nigga Luke. Now what check up, this Luke? out. Luke. Check this out. Talk to me, baby. Joe, did you notice, like, when I first started hanging with you guys, I was, uh, uh, like, I was being, like, uh, always dissing everybody, but just... I was yeah. out of place, though. You understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I was... we were like, what the fuck? Why does this guy hate us so much? Why is he so mean? Yeah, why is he so mean to us? <laughs> I, I grew up that you have to always make fun of your friends, and they make fun of you, and that's like yeah. a sign of affection. Absolutely. If, so that was one know, thing about out here. They kind of yeah. took that as like, oh, man, like, huh, this yeah. guy don't like me. You know what it is? That's also like, you know. It's a, a, a like you know a, you know a big city Jersey New York thing, but even in our spots, there's guys like us, and then there's the other guys. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys like us. If we like you, we're dissing you, and, yeah. and for people that <laughs> exactly. know us, they usually say because you know sometimes we 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 push the boundaries and we overdo it, and then we need somebody that knows us to tell the victim, listen. Yo, if he didn't like you, he wouldn't even talk to you. So don't exactly. take it that way. And I know Richie's guilty of that, and I'm guilty of that. But yeah. But, but it's usually because it's out of it's out of love. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, we, we feel comfortable and we like you enough to like, hey, let's, you know, we're, we're making jokes. You know, if, if otherwise you don't exist in our world. You know, it's like yeah. It's almost like a, I feel confident enough in our that we're that close that I could joke on you. And, you know, and, and you shouldn't take it in the bad way. Also, I wouldn't be personally, I won't joke on you if I think, you know, you, you, you're going to take it in the wrong, in the bad way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, the, the same thing actually happened when uh, I was working with Joe and, and our friend Tobin. And when I wasn't around, Tobin said to Joe, yo, what's up with that dude? Like, he don't like me or something? And Joe had to explain, nah, that's just, you know, he's having fun. Do, do the asshole. same thing back. Yeah, no, he's an asshole. But yeah. when, when Tobin did it back, he did it in a different way, though. You understand? Like, yeah. his... <laughs> he said, Remember like, that, Joe? He said, yeah. like, fuck you. I hate your guitar playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, you. <laughs> fuck your haircuts. Cause exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. as soon as I walked into work that one day, he started, like, attacking me. <laughs> hey, what's up, you piece of shit? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, but, but like, <laughs> think about it. It's like there's such a fine line between yes. something that's fu mean, funny, and mean, mean. It's a very yeah. fine line. So, like, you know, if you if you're used to talking that way and and uh, hearing those types of things, you'll be you better at reading what's what's actually mean and what's like you know in in the spirit of fun. Yeah, usually whoever's delivering it should usually have to have a good read on the person. Like, you know, yeah, I yeah. won't go in on somebody I don't really know. You know, I'll go in light, like like you know, PG thirteen ball busting. And then I'll see if I see cracks, and then I'll see, like, yo, whose boy is this? And then if nobody claims him, then I go in. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I love being able to diffuse and also designate, you know, we call it, uh, not designate, um, to to, uh, to press the, the, the button on a bomb. Detonate. <laughs> human caterpillar. Light diffuse. Yeah, human caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> Now, but, check this uh, out. Hoya, you said Luke is uh, one of the last of the Mohegans for the New York Hardcore. So I guess that's a good, that's an okay for us to start putting New York Hardcore on the merch and stuff for Wizard Chains. I, I appreciate that. Go for it. How about no, that? I'm kidding. I, I'm I kidding. know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. But how about you like that answer? I like, like that. I appreciate like that. Like Stigma would say, because you're my friends. My friend. <laughs> you're my friend. Now, now, you mentioned Stigma. You mentioned Luke. So is it also safe to say that the most important culture to the New York hardcore scene is the Italian American. Is that safe to say? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow down there. I mean, I'm asking. I, but what, yeah, I'm like, definitely, definitely like Columbus, <laughs> he discovered something by mistake. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> but also, and then like Columbus, he found by mistake. And then what he found native, that was Roger. And then the natives had he it found you know, the they native. took Columbus to another level with the, you know, the jewels that these natives brought. And then Columbus kind of claimed it, like stigma. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. Wow, you really, <laughs> that's good, man. Oh, you put, you, you, you Yo, got Chris, stigma what up, nigga? That is great. <laughs> Chris loves any historical references. So he <laughs> I do, I do. Yo, I should be teaching at Harvard, right? I like that. That was great. Yeah. But but since you since you talk about Luke, Joe actually ha we'll start with your questions and and the first one is probably the only one we know who it's from because I, I I don't have to see the names. But Luke actually gave you a question. You got that one, Joe? Yeah. You ready? <laughs> All right. So this is from Luke. Two part question. If you had to choose one album to play live in its entirety, which one would it be? Let's start with that. An entirety, uh, probably set it off because this is the easiest, you know, and, and the, the classic, you know, the first one, you know, to be honest with you, I hate doing any record forward to, to end because it just, um, that when you know, you know how it is when you make a record, there's some songs that 
are, are, are feel better live. And then there's some that feel better on wax and, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, and even sometimes you go into thinking a song is going to be good live and then it happens vice versa, but it, it never works out with every song on the album. I'm like, oh man, I, I'm dying to play this shit live. If anything, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, you know, dope on the record or, but nah, I don't know about that shit live. So, um, I would say set it off, man. Set it off will be a good one. And that's um, a good choice. You yeah. Know, you, you, know, you guys did that too, right? You yeah, did, yeah, that, we did that. I want to say we did the first two, maybe or some shit like that. The demonstrating my style record too. Like, to be honest with you, we really, as a band, we don't like doing that shit. You know that. You know that we love to celebrate. You know, we almost forget. You know the the milestones. You know, thank God, like guys like um, you know uh, uh Joe Harcourt and everybody. He's the one that reminded us when we did the twenty years or whatever it was. The look my way was it or some shit we did with him. We did one of those with, with, with Joe. But anyway, you know, also we forget. And then, you know, then it's like, okay, we got to do these songs that we never wanted to do. If we didn't do them 20 years ago, why the fuck we would want to do them now? Mm -hmm. But, you know, to celebrate the album, all right, I get it. You know what I mean? And, you know, if people want to hear it, we do it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you're you're at that point. You you kind of got to do that. You got to appease once in a while because you're, you're, you're it's so deep. Yeah, and I'm like, glad that people sometimes got to think, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> when you ask that question, like, some people got their favorites, of course, but sometimes they got to think a little bit. And I'm glad with that, too, because that means, you know, it ain't just one decent album and a lot of whack albums. Yeah. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? you know, that's that's a question within the hardcore scene. You probably don't hear, but an average hardcore guy, gal, I don't know how many times I was asked by another hardcore kid, what's your favorite Madball album? Uh, that's... A very common, common question. Uh, My answer is always whichever one I'm listening to at the time. <laughs> that's a good one, and thank and, you. And that's true. But it, it, that that means something. It's not like <clears throat> if they didn't ask, it's because they know. Because they yeah. you only got one record. But yeah, when they I ask, was... it, it's because they don't know. And they wonder, what do you think? And I, then I wanna, I'm excited to tell you what I think, you know? I don't know how many times I've been asked that in interviews, like just Isn't it crazy, know, like an interview about wisdom and chains. And then that's one of the questions. What's your favorite Madball album? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's no, part, it's know part of the college experience. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to know something now that you said it is when I, I kind of just realized it right now, as you were talking, I think that, you know, everybody for us talks, you know, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down to me. I don't think that, but it's not because the songs or the album. I think we have we have a connection with the the experience you have during some of these records, during these you know the yeah, time frame. Sure. So you kind of like as as great as a hold it down was and the songs banging and sonically ba ba ba. It wasn't the best time in the band. You know what I mean? As far as you know, it was cool, but it wasn't yeah. like we, we've had other times where. You know, from the friendships and the experiences and, you know, the whole bonding and the whole grinding together and the whole living in the trenches shit was deeper before and after. You know, so it's kind of like I just noticed that when you said it, so I, I kind of associate that more with which time frame I think I had the best time. And, and was, you know, set it off when you go to, back to the beginning, it's kind of like everything was carefree, too. You know what I mean? It was like, mm, you yeah. know, we never thought we were going to get signed. We never thought nothing of that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it was so funny when we got signed. <laughs> we signed the deal that, you know, when you when you look in the and right now, if you Google uh, a record deal, you know, the, the fake 
the fake contract that pops up in your images. Well, basically, yeah. that's what we signed the first time because we were like, are you kidding me? Roadrunner wants to sign us. We, we don't even think we're a real band, let alone, you know, the biggest metal label wants to sign us. Amazing. So, you know what I mean? And then, you know, we went for it. We weren't thinking about it like that. You know what I mean? But um, I think Set It Off will be the record that we could have fun playing it without really stressing it. And it deserves it. And that would yeah. satisfy a lot of different ears if they were yeah. like, well, that one's not my favorite, but yeah, that's up there. Yeah. You know, like, 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 hold it down is the record. I think overall people is like, they hold as like kind of like their Bible, you know, yes, yeah, set it off, but then it's like, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down. You yeah. know, and to me, it's kind of funny because again, hold it down, look my way. When those records came out, people didn't catch on really. And, and, and I won't talk shit on people. Maybe it was also the scene wasn't, you know, popping like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like, you know, like the way people talk about it. I'm like, damn, I wish that I felt it back then like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I got you. Yeah. You know, like the way you just said that is is interesting because when you when you're thinking of these albums, you're thinking of like the context of what's going on in your life and uh, what's going on around you while you were making the album. Yeah. Like, that's the way people pick their favorite albums too. You know what yeah, I mean? But I mean so like, yeah. For me, the the reason Hold It Down is my favorite Madball record is the context of what was going on in my life when I when it came out also. So yeah. like it I needed that record when it came out. It was like Yeah. It was helpful to me in my life to have something this to have this come out at the time that it did. It, there, there's a lot more that surrounds it than just like me loving the songs. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it, it was a it was weird. But again, man, you know, even with that record, our whole shit was like, you know, like after demonstrating my style, people kept saying like, oh, this band is like, oh, they got lucky kind of shit. Oh, Roger's little brother's band. You know, we were still known as that. And we kept saying, yo, we got to we got to kill motherfuckers. You know what I mean? We got to hit them over the head with some other shit. You know, not like groundbreaking but we were like we gotta come with some flavor with the, the the from the record cover to the style we gotta make it style we gotta make it uh, traditional but you know we didn't think like oh this is the record everybody's gonna sweat 20 years later you mm. know what i mean we I, I didn't think that at all i love the record but i didn't think that you know all right so good answer luke set it off is the album and then the second part of his question Will you or Madball ever let Luke play drums on Lockdown or Pride live if we ever tour again? You want me to say, you want me to say no in English, Spanish, <laughs> Japanese, and Italiano? Of course. The next time we see you, we're gonna work. We're gonna work something out, Lukey Luke. You know what's up. Yo, Luke is really That's good at, in, in those situations. I've seen him jump on and play songs with with a few bands before. I've seen him. I seen him play drums out of nowhere with a few bands, and I seen him sing with dozens of bands. Oh, I know. Yeah. Listen, trust me, I'm always looking. Now we've robbed guys that played with you before, so. Oh. <laughs> I would I would love to see that. You're you're in good shape now, I thought, but I, would... I thought he was a gift. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, you could call. I thought him. we that's gave him as a gift. I thought it was a peace offering. Yeah, that's a kind. All right, you want to call? Him? <laughs> He's like the hand I hang around my neck that Columbus used to walk around with. Oh my God, <laughs> the black hand. Yeah. Yo, listen, you got the Ganeri. That 
that kid could play, son. That yeah, Gennaris Hours. That's it. He's, he fucked up because he's locked down now. He's like, man, what did I get myself into? I can't escape. Nah, he, lo- he loves it. He got that purple guitar now. He's, he's, <laughs> he's set. No, no, never let him play that live, though, please. No, no. You know what's up. No weirdo colors yeah. when we live. You know, he got to Please. He knows, right. he knows what's up. Shout out to okay. Gennaris. What a guy. What a guy. All right, Richie, you got one? I got one for myself for Hoya. Nice. I just This just popped in my head because he was saying records. Hoya, you're a minority. You'd be in that uh, class. <laughs> Mad Joe, too. Uh, oh, my God. Well, I'm just, that's not the question. But why when black people call, they, uh, they call songs records? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Why is that? Could you guys answer that for me? Right. Well, obviously, you know, most of the time, jail, you know, wreck asshole, you're a dick. You know? <laughs> I, I, know the I actually oh. do know the answer to this. What is the answer? Huh? All right. So this all started with, uh, I, I think, Jay-Z, actually. Um, it was like, remember like when bands used to like tre- keep track of their ASCAP and all of that? And like when you sell stuff live, when you're at your shows, you could like scan the barcodes and then yeah. get that gets counted. Like Hatebreed worked their way up, right? Yeah. yeah. So some rapper years back figured out that when you release every record, every song as its own record, as a single, right? Uh-huh. You categorize it as a single record. Oh. And then you get all of these extra album sales, basically. It basically pads your stats hmm. for getting paid from... from, from uh, royalties so each album count each song counts as a record all right i'll tell you something that i just learned to show you how stupid i am (laughs) ep and lp you know lp is a long play right yeah right i just learned that you know that oh really (laughs) what is extended play Oh, uh, that's the same shit. No, no, no. Because you got a single, the forty. <laughs> Chris, can't get, hold on, get, no, no, no. Let's get the archaeologists. Extended <laughs> and long, isn't that the same? They're quite similar, I would think. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you. I, let me, I let me, ask Hoya, I was... Can I ask you one question? Let me ask Hoya one question. <laughs> if something is already long, okay, and you want to extend it, what would you do? You would extend EP. You add length, which means it's longer. Extend, yeah, extended. So, exten- <laughs> so you got the single, extended, and then long. This is just me thinking right now. I don't know if that's oh, the case, but that's what it is. Oh, okay. That's exactly what it is. I when I was a kid, my dad used to <laughs> clean. <laughs> my dad had a cleaning business, and he cleaned a record uh, a radio station. Okay, uh-huh. and I asked all of these questions uh, as a little kid uh, in a in a radio station to the DJs. And they explain this to me. My first record I ever owned was Grand Funk Railroad. It was a a single, Grand Funk Railroad, and they were throwing it out, and I took it out of the garbage can. And uh, it was so it was a 45 single. Yeah. And uh, on the B side, it it was uh, a we're an American band, and on the B side was like uh, uh, whatever. Whatever, it was some other song. And so they gave me that, and then the DJ gave me a EP of Grand Funk Railroad, which was like six songs. The creepy EP? The extended play. 
Yeah, extend the piece. That's crazy. All that. Then the long play is the full length album. That's wow. the that's like the one that you would get in the record store with the you know all the lyrics in it and everything. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And then in hip hop world, you. I could have used you freaking thirty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And so then in, in hip hop world, world, they just call it a, one song a record. One song's a record because they. Wow. They, actually categorize it as a record no, and then they make a compilation of all of their records into like a, to- a full album but, but, but they know put- something i want to say i heard these old motown guys say yo we're cutting a record and then like cutting a song but that would be a single but yeah exactly but they were yeah. calling records also singles back then not just jay-z i'm saying i just thought it was a black thing because I'm listening oh, to all these rap interviews like, yo, you going to play my record, motherfucker? And I'm like, I'm going to hear yeah. a whole record yeah, and they play one ever, song. Because to Richie, everything is Rocky or Apollo. It's never Durant. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Apollo, baby. What a character. What a char- All right, let me yeah, give him a real question. All right, this guy. I think this guy's from, I don't have his name, but it looks like he's from Portugal. Hey, guys. Hope you're doing fine through these t- troubled times. My question for Hoya is almost 20 years ago, Madball played at Portugal at Vila Nova de Gia, a Porto district. Oh, yeah. And things went terribly wrong on that show. I remember. Give us, give us some thoughts about that night. And will you guys ever come back to a Porto? I would, I would be pleased and happy to see one of my favorite bands playing in my hometown. Let's do it after the pandemic. Stay safe. That's it's that's very funny because I think on one of the other ones we did, we talked about jumping off stage and chasing people. Yeah. Well, that was in Porto. Was one of the times. <laughs> Basically, long story short, we were playing in Porto. Shout out to all the Portuguese out there. But um, in this one spot, I guess the whole punk rock shit it was big there, and people try to spit on us, and you know that's a no no. Corona, oh, no Corona. Yeah. Gotcha. So people started spitting on us, and then you know we had to we had to check them. The, the long story short, we we ended up chasing guys with Madball shirts, fucking out the club, you know, chasing them home. <laughs> but it was because they were basically spitting <laughs> on us shit. on some punk rock shit. Yeah. Look, and shout out to you punk rockers or whatever, but we ain't punk rockers, so you don't spit on us. It's just what it is, you know. What That's I mean? the weirdest fucking thing. What what is that shit? I, I don't we care. saw that once and we were I was shocked. Down with that, no Gigi yeah. Allen shit. Licking, I, I ain't getting nobody, no other dudes saliva on me, and in, in, in no way unless we're in a fight or we're rolling and yeah. we got sweat on me. Otherwise, or you sharing a blunt? <laughs> musk on me. Yo, Say it again, Richie. <laughs> boy, how about if you're sharing a blunt? How about that saliva? You ah, pig? That's What's right. wrong with you? Because the blunt kills everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that spitting thing. That's a real thing too. No, I know, I know, I know. And believe me, we encountered it many times, but not to us personally. Because two things: half the time people knew what they're gonna get checked, and, and I guess half the other time people respected us because yeah. we also dealt with real punk rock dudes that showed us love, and you know, know that like, okay, that's ain't we don't get down like that, and they show us love. You know, you know, we show love to everybody, all the OGs. So. Yeah. But one thing we don't do is exchange um, bodily fluids unless you're a mate. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you know <what> I mean? that. <laughs> our partner in life. So yeah. uh, otherwise, you know, you're on your own. We saw that once. We were on tour with Sick of It All, and the guy was spitting on Lou. Remember that, Joe? Yeah. And we wanted to go crazy. We didn't understand. And they're like, ah, 
Nah, Sometimes these that. guys do that, and I'm like, what? I fuck that. Never. Oh, Check I that. I'll say that right now. Never. You spit on that, it's on. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what culture. I don't give a fuck or whatever, what hairstyle. I don't give a fuck what. If you spit on us, you're going to get checked. You know, a lot of American kids right now are like, wait a minute, what? Exactly. If all you newer kids don't know that um, an old school punk rock thing to do was spit on the bands they liked. So, um, but yeah, um, again, that's why I'm a hardcore (laughs) kid and I was never a punk rock kid. But uh, shout out to all you punk rockers out there. Gross. All right. Uh, Here's a good question for you, Hoya. Uh, There was a period when Ben Dussault, Dussault, Played the drums for the band. Yeah. How do you say that? Salt, do so? And do so. Yeah. And do so. So uh, I had the luck to catch them with this lineup too. And tell and let me tell, it was a great experience to see him playing because I had the feeling that one of their big fans sat behind the kit. And I had felt that too every time he played. Like he seemed like he was like oh, yeah. having the, the best fucking time of his life. Uh, he stood up. He sang along during the whole set. It was just fun to watch him playing. So my question would be that Hoya could tell some stories about the time when Ben played in the band. So it's not really a question, but he's yeah. asking you, do you have any good uh, yeah, stories, yeah. any good Ben Dusso stories? I lo- First of all, we love Benjamin. And it, it's not any specific story, but Ben's one of those guys that, you, you know, on those long drives, like, believe me, if he was in the band, you guys would love him, too, because he's good for any conversation. You know what I mean? We'd spook the shit out of each other. We end up crying 10 minutes later. Then we're laughing, you know, five minutes after that. Like, Beautiful. you know, he's one of those guys. And, you know, Ben's game. Like, you know what I mean? He's a trooper. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just all around. He's a good dude, a fun guy. And um, shout out to Ben. And he's a real hardcore kid. You know what I mean? And. Now he's like he's a chiropractor type dude, right? Well, yeah, yeah. No, he yeah, he um he just works out. He's into like working out and Yeah, very crazy. nice guy. Oh, Benjamin's the best. He's the best, you know. And um one love to Ben. I you know, we talk a lot, we hit each other back up, you know, uh, back and forth. But and every time we go up to Toronto, he'll he comes through. Benjamin is family. He's but, such um, a positive dude, man. I love yeah, we were any with you time guys, you're around remember, him. <laughs> with you, we saw him last time, correct? Yeah, yeah, last, uh, maybe last year in March, maybe it was, or the year before that in March. Uh, no, it was last we were, year. We went to Nando's, remember? All of us, it was cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, yo, yo THC affects the short term, not the, the, not the long term. Yo, what, uh, what <laughs> band was, is he, did he go to a different band? Was he ever in anything else, or? Um, no, he, well, he played with Throwdown, and then, no, after us, he didn't. He started, like, he ended up getting married or, you know, whatever. He had his kids and just was doing the the normal uh, civilian life. He like started a business, basically, like a work, yeah, like yeah. A, a personal training type of a business. Oh, okay. Exactly. He, he's there. You, you can check him out on Instagram. Um, He uh, does a lot of, like, uh, body weight workout stuff and you know, Ben's in shape and he, and he had, you know, that's a guy, he's a, he's good motivation. You know, he's one of those guys. He's uh positive and uh, he gets you motivated, you know, shout out to Ben. Now, uh, did Madball uh, have any regrets of having a communist Canadian on drums? <laughs> no, I love you Canadians. We don't, <laughs> I got, we got to, uh, let me tell you, you know, Canada, especially Montreal has a connection with New York hardcore since 
you know, Frenchie the skin days before mm-hmm. I was going anyway. You know, back in the day, there was just a connection. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And, and Montreal has a hard scene. You guys know what's Montreal so is dope. Yeah. 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 You know, we both, they both, they love you guys, you know, and they love hardcore, New York hardcore, like East great Coast city. hardcore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great city. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Another question for the Hoya. <clears throat> Hoya. What bass part or bass line or groove all of them do you Lord. feel is the most important or prolific uh bass line in hardcore slash punk history? Musician, band, song, anything. That's a uh, real broad question. I think I'm I'm the the beginning of um, victim in pain. Wow. Okay, yeah, very cool. That I don't give a fuck where you at. The minute you hit, forget it. It's a yeah. rap. Right now, I got goosebumps just doing that. Remember with time for Amy that Absolutely. that line? I mean, there's a lot of greats. Yeah, I love there's that. A lot. When you hear the beginning in the Chromags, you know what I mean? You yes. Know, they, have, they have shit. When you hear a beginning of Clobber in time, it's a classic. You know, when you hear even you know, um, um, smell the bacon. That was and I, and I that was before me. I ain't saying it because I'm in the band, but. There's some bass lines that just seem like, oh, they belong there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But to me, um, the, the beginning of fucking um, Victim in Pain. That's a great choice. You know what I just realized? What a unbelievable bass player that Rancid guy is. Oh, I mean. Jesus Christ. I, mean, I never listen, really knew. That <laughs> word I, you said doesn't even do him justice. Yeah. Matt, Matt is, and you know, you, you guys know me, like, it's not even my style of playing. He made me love that style of playing. That's how ill he is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my, I don't, I'm not like, I was never into that style, but then I started being like, wait a minute, what the hell? What's he doing? Exactly. You know why? Because this is the thing. He plays like, um, let's say, um, a rockabilly lines, but he plays it with that Sabbath motorhead flavor. People don't do that shit, Mm, but I know that shit. I know it. I catch it. And I'm like, that's a good call. Bad because that's the mix he mixes. I could I could just feel it and I could tell, and that's what made me like it. He got that. It's just that push and it's got that. He's a beast, man. Definitely. Shout out to Matt. Matt shout out to Matt. Shout out to Canada. All right, yeah. Joe. What do you got? Uh, that just reminded me of something. Oh yeah, that's what, another thing that we were just talking about before we actually started recording today. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was just curious. While we're talking about bass lines and important stuff like that, Hoya, what do you use for gear and what do you recommend for like your intro level bass gear and and bass sound? Listen up, Evan. At the end of the day, you know, get whatever you could afford. Just fucking play the shit out of it. Now, if you could afford a little something, any Fender is the only bass you should have. Any, there's a billion great basses, but a Fender with an Ampeg, a Fender with a Galen Kruger head, a Fender with, you know, uh, with a Mesa Boogie, you'll be fine. I say a Fender, Ampeg is enough classic for you, for anybody to start and to finish with. That's the great thing about a Fender. You could start and then you can explore after that, or you could start with it and die with it. That's the difference. I couldn't start with it because as a kid, I couldn't afford it. So I had to buy area pros and knockoffs till I could afford one. And then when I could afford one, it's only it's only will be Fender till, till I'm done with this music shit. Yeah, it seems like Fender got bases on lock for sure. Because it's what it should be. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, there's a billion thousand great things. I could I could connect 50 pedals and it'll sound amazing. Guess what? I'll plug I'll plug a fender into a clock radio and that shit is gonna bump. Damn. So that's this is what we were trying to get at is like you seem to just plug in and it sounds strong right off the bat. Like you don't mess around. You're not like tweaking knobs. You're not messing around for hours trying to find a sound. Like you just plug it in and it sounds strong. You know, like, yeah, go ahead. ahead. But it is, I have a remedy and it's a basic meat and potatoes remedy. A lot of guys, you know, you could like, like if, I, I basically set up, if I was an EQ system, like a, a very wide V. You know what I mean? My, my my lows are high, and then in the middle it starts going down, in the mids, and then it goes real high, higher up for the highs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My, my whole thing is this. I don't want to be heard. I want to be felt. Thank you. Thank you. That's me. And to me... A fender does that with you just plugging in. So on any head, I already know how I set up. I'm gonna give all you motherfuckers right now a freebie right now. Oh. I go, <laughs> I go my my treble straight up. I go my mids on four, and then my highs I go uh, on six, and then you could go off that. Basically, it's a V, and you can spin off. And I use that in a Sansam, and it don't matter. I had guys that play with when I have my my gear, my my bass in Europe, and that setup. I had guys from these metal bands that have dark glass and this, and have you know wizards in their amps and all this shit. Come up to me, <laughs> like, yo, what do you got? And I'm like, it's a Fender and a Sans amp and balls. That's it. Yeah. See how simple. Fantastic. See how simple. You know, but again, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm just not a tech guy, and you could get dope shit with a tech. You know, I mean, with a lot of, you know, ah, different baby. woods and this and that. But you know what you could also do? Just get yourself a piece of wood that feels good in your hand and play the shit out of it. And you watch how all of a sudden that shit sounds dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's both. You know, it's the wood, it's your hand, and it's your setup. You know, it's everything. Because we all know you. we grab somebody else's guitar. It's like, why it don't sound like that? Because our yeah. are a big part of it, you know, and musicians know that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, it does suck playing somebody else's guitar. Yeah. It's All right. Good. What do you got, Richie? Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. Sorry about that. Same question. <laughs> All right. For Hoya's questions. One band you'd get rid of and one band you'd bring back that's not around anymore. Any genre, live or dead. One band I'd get rid of? I think you guys know who that'd be. Who? The Ramones. The, uh, <laughs> you would get rid of the Ramones. Wow. Why? 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 Unbelievable. Because you know why? When, all right, when I got into hardcore music, right, to me it was like, you know, I was, like, you know, aggressive and, you know, I was at a point where I'm like, oh, a little bit aggro and, you know, just this and that. And somehow when I describe the music I come from, it goes back to those goofy motherfuckers where I'm like, uh, yeah, that's kind of the DNA we come from. When it kind of. Nothing, that's a direct line. When it had nothing to do sonically or whatever to, to get me into the music I got into later on, even if that's the roots and blah, 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 all that bullshit we know. 
But um, yeah. I definitely find it goofy. So I'd get to rid the of the point where you want to get rid of them. Well, who else would I want to get rid of? You like, could get I, rid of a present day band if you want. Oh, but I mean, like, I'm trying to have fun with it. Okay. I Jeez, wanna, you're cold. Uh, you're cold. I know. Gee. Uh, like, right, that's, no that's my direct line to, to you. Uh, all right. Um, you just got rid of it. All right. No, no. For you guys and for Roger. Let, and let me just say this. Hoya. They, they shared a hot topic. The Ramon shirt. Okay. I'll let them live. Holy shit. Hoya, listen. Uh, Yes. According to Roger, if yeah. there's no Ramones, there's no AF. That's cute. According to AF, according to you, if there's no AF, there's no Mad Ball. So you're hey, defeating your whole existence. How about this? If it wasn't for the two cavemen hitting two rocks together, we wouldn't have rock and roll. So it goes well, you didn't get rid of them. You got rid of Ramones. Exactly. So let's go back. As long as we had those cavemen, we good. We could get rid of the Ramones. Remember, yeah. if, remember Back to the Future when his hand starts disappearing? Mm -hmm. Listen. Remember that at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance? I, I want My you Mad Ball to, poster's fading off the wall right now. I, I, listen, I want you, <laughs> all you guys, to Netflix a movie called Caveman. And you're going to learn where music came from with that movie. Caveman, huh? <laughs> yes. Go, go Netflix it or whatever you kiddies do nowadays. Live stream it or whatever. I got to write that down. Don't watch it with Crystal. He'll point out all the inaccuracies. Well, <laughs> well I don't know how inaccurate... You know, it really is. Well, Ringo Starr being the star in it. Oh, oh my God. Uh, that That's stop animation one, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's great. That's exactly. But no, but um, all right. Um, If I could bring back anybody, you know, um, uh, um, um Temptations, the original oh, lineup. Oh, nice. Nice. And Didn't then I get, get rid of the Ramones and bring back the Temptations. Uh, all right. You know what's a good question you guys got to throw is, yeah, you've got to take one of the band's soul to bring another band's soul back. So that's what it is. I, I'll, I'll kill the Ramones to bring the Temptations back. Wow. Damn. Damn. A sacrifice. Uh, exactly. Yeah, you got to do the sacrifice segment. There's so many shittier bands. All right, but like, all right, who you, who would you kill? I'm Grateful who Dead. Who? The Grateful Dead. Oh, they so you know who sucks? I'll give you one, and I bet one. I hope none of you guys love it. And Chris, you better not like these motherfuckers. The Braveheart, Beefheart motherfuckers. What they called? Captain uh, Beefheart. <laughs> that motherfucker. That's Frank Zappa. Horrible. I heard Maddie Henderson <laughs> play that for me, and I thought he was playing a joke on me because I, I couldn't believe that, that shit. Yeah, it's so weird how people think it's uh, music. Like, yeah, and they think it's like. Groundbreaking. That's what I mean. And people dismount, you know, hardcore music, like, oh, one chord. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that, even, oh, that is strange. It, it's what Frank Zappa. I'm playing a band called Madball. Oh, I gotta look, I gotta listen to that. I'm not even sure how it sounds. Oh my god. That, it's at, like look. people who it, it's music for people who want to sound it's like they're like smarter asshole. than everybody else, but they're really not. You know, uh, that's, that's, that's the vibe I, I take. Like animals. If Yoko, if Yoko Ono was an instrument, that's what it sounds like. Wow. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Dead ass. Yo, as a matter of fact, hit up Maddie Henderson and say, yo, um, uh, what's the, the, the what's that Captain Beefheart or whatever the fuck the shit they call that Hoya talk so much about? Because <laughs> he's the one who put me on to it. So he, he legit likes it? Of course. He's white. White wow. people, I love you guys, but you guys are so weird. <laughs> That's crazy. I gotta check it out. Maybe yeah, I'll end up loving it. 
him and Zappa had beef, man. Captain Beefheart. Yeah, I, I, I hope for, for like a, for somebody called the other guy the whack because. So what, <laughs> what's the like connection between Zappa and Beefheart? I don't know. I think that band? was. Like, it's a band. Like I think it was a band with other dudes, like his side project, and it was like an artsy band, and it was like, you got to check it out. It's just fucking weird, and it's horrible, and I feel weird listening to it. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you unsettled. Exactly. I feel like I've been raped. Yeah, it feels like, yes. like I feel like I saw something you're, I shouldn't have seen. You're raped. Like I didn't get it, but I seen somebody get it that I shouldn't be, you know, and not report it. Wow, well, that's terrible. But you picked the Ramones anyway. Oh, great. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, I, I'm changing the part. Can I can, can I split the bullet? Queens, your Queens brothers, your Queens family. No, that you're my brothers, not them. <sighs> thank Let you. Let me thank ask you this. Can I ask you this? Sure. Because I, I don't know. I don't. I never claim to be an old school guy either. This is something you got to ask these old school guys. Mm. Um, how, when did the Ramones? When were they playing till? Do you guys? Any you guys remember? Like ninety three, I think. Okay, um, was Agnostic Front, Murphy's Law, um, were they around back then? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did the Ramones ever take Murphy's Law, Agnostic Front on tour? I don't know. Okay, thank you. Know. So case closed. So, all right, back to you. What you got to say? I mean, uh, what's that guy doing? Exactly. My point is the Godfathers, the this and that. They don't even take their own people, their own children out. So, fuck them. Hey, do, Agnostic Front never took Wisdom and Chains out, out of tour either. So what? Uh, listen. <laughs> Like I said, I'll tease. I'll tease. I know you are. If they took out, look, if, if you show me a flyer that said the Ramones were at AF opening up and Murphy's Law under them, then I'll be like, you know what? That's dope. Otherwise, yeah, I'll, still, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with what I, how I feel. All right, Joe, give me a question. I'm going to do a quick Google search. I got a good one for you. Yeah, show uh, me the Ramones, uh, the Ramones Agnostic Front show. What you we were, I, I can swear, and now that you're saying it, I, I remember seeing a flyer. No, maybe they might when, be. Uh, maybe they might be one. Maybe. I swear it was Murphy's they, Law, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe, I thought maybe. it was. But uh, Google it. We were in uh, that museum in Berlin, and they have all these old posters and flyers and stuff from from years of shows, and. Uh, there were some really cool ones, but I can't. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just seeing that because I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you, look, you might be right where you've seen a show or whatever. I guarantee you there was no touring, no tours done. I don't know. You would have you heard it. We always hear about the Cro-Mag Motorhead tour, right? Yeah, yeah but that's different. That? Which uh, Ramones AF tour you heard about? Which Ramones Cro-Mag tour you heard about? Which Ramones... I'm just saying, I don't know, because I, 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 I don't, you know, I don't follow them. So, I, you know, somebody school me, please. I'm texting Roger. Yeah, I don't right know. Uh, all right. Exactly. In the meantime, let me ask you this question. Uh, first of all, this this person is really uh, excited to hear your thoughts on parenting from the last episode. They loved that you uh, your advice on parenting and your what what you think is important to pass on your kids. Oh, uh, and now they have a question: Do you have any stories involving rabies? Any good stories involving rabies? Yeah, I do actually. It's pretty funny. Uh, me and Freddie actually um, back in the day we would come. We 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 spent. We basically gathered up enough money to go to Florida for, I think, 4th of July or something. We took the bus down there, 
And basically, long story short, we had we got back the day we were gonna play a show at the Ritz. We were opening for GBH, and um, we we got to the, the bus stopped in Washington Heights, and it was a hot summer day. I never forget. And we had like enough money to get like something to eat, and and um, uh, and walk to the place, or you know, or walk to the place and, you know, and get something a little bit better to eat. And we were like, yo, what the fuck are we going to do? We don't even know if anybody's there. It was real early. So we said, fuck it. Let's just roll up to the Ritz. Again, we had no money. We had nothing. We said, let's just see who's there. We went up to the Ritz. It was like 11, 12 in the afternoon. We knocked on the door and boom, rabies opens the door. We're like, oh shit. And he's like, yo, what's up? And he, and he was happy to be cleaning up. And uh, he basically let me and Freddie in, and me and Freddie ended up sleeping on the stage for a bunch of hours and then playing that night with GBH. Wow, that's awesome. It was pretty crazy because we had no money. And it was, like, so hot, and we didn't have enough money to go all the way to the LES. And when Rabies opened the when he opened the door, we felt the air conditioner come through. Oh, that shit was amazing. I could nice. feel it right now. But, yeah, it was, uh, yeah it was pretty crazy. You say you took a bus to Florida. Oh, I couldn't even imagine doing that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and like we've been on tour buses for hours and hours and hours, but like without having like that but, as like the destination, I couldn't even imagine taking a bus to Florida. Listen, we're like fifty Cubans, and oh, they might as well have had chickens flying through the aisles because they were like off the boat, Hicks wilding out. But you know, a hundred bucks got you from Washington Heights to Miami. Yeah. You know, it was like, mm -hmm. hell yeah, it was something we could afford. And basically we would make the trip. You know what I mean? It was, you know, uh, when you're young, you, you know, just hanging out the, the mission. You know what I mean? You know, the first time I took a Chinatown bus, I, I went from New York City to Philly. Yeah. And it was is cheap, right? Actually a chicken on the bus. <laughs> That's that. that, that a lady had a chicken in like a cat. Uh, carrier, like a pet, you know, a pet carrier. Corona <laughs> chicken. Yeah. But, no, yeah. I took that bus for five dollars before, seven dollars before. Yeah. To Philly and DC from New York City. Crazy. I don't think I ever paid more than like fourteen ever. Crazy. Yeah. Even when it got expensive, it was like fourteen bucks. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Let me tell you, it was crazy. But you know, it was affordable. And you yeah. Know, yeah. But um, yeah. Shaw, rabies. Rest in peace. Rabies, what a cool dude! That crazy, crazy time. I met Rabies uh, twice, and oh, the first, the first time I met Rabies was uh, at Spanky's in Stroudsburg. We had this little club called Spanky's, and uh, that was one of my first tapes, my first hardcore tapes. And it took me—I didn't like it right away. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I kept listening to it over and over and over until I loved it. Like I, I had that ability. So uh, I, so a lot of people would just say, you know, not like it and throw it out. And I just was like, no, I gotta, I need to like this. So yes, I just so kept Joe, which one was it? Uh, open your eyes. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. So I just kept listening and listening and listening until I loved it and I knew it inside and out. And I was, you know, I was like obsessed with rabies, the character, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they played at Spanky's and me and my friend Eddie Rodriguez, we, <laughs> we, we said that we had a zine and we wanted to interview rabies. Uh, so we sat down 
and had a conversation and we asked him a million questions. Yeah, and we didn't have a tape recorder. I didn't. We didn't have a pen and paper. We were just sitting there talking. Uh, and we didn't have a scene. We just uh, wanted to talk. So uh, I talked to for like an hour and a half after the show. That's and he amazing. told us all these stories about like, he just told us a, a, as many stories as you could fit into an hour and a half. And uh, there was basically like me and Eddie and like, you know, probably 10 people just standing around listening to Ray's <laughs> tough stories. And it was fucking awesome. But we, you know, nothing ever got published because <laughs> we didn't have a zine. But it was <laughs> a good amazing. trick. So fuck that's up a good move. trick. I'm gonna do that yeah. shit with Sophia Vergara the next time she's in town. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna interview her naked. I'm gonna be naked. So, oh, I'm here for for your zine. Yeah, for my zine. <laughs> a <naked> zine. <laughs> it's it's um it's a green zine. That's why I'm naked because I don't want <laughs> materials uh, from trees or cotton or whatever. Okay, everybody, we got a response from Roger. Uh. And Roger says that Murphy's Law did, in fact, play with the Ramones on many many occasions. And what about AF? AF, he said, had three U.S. tours with the Ramones. Oh, yeah. The Ramones treated them like gold. Okay, the AF never played with the Ramones, he said. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Again, call me biased, call me this, but if they ain't looking out for my family... I don't rule for them. No, I got you. But they did Murphy's Law play with them. All right. Come no, on. No, no, no. Again, and, and those right. guys are cool. And don't. And I ain't saying that they had beef or bad relationships with these dudes. Yeah. But my point is this. For these guys that are so New York in the DNA of what we do, yet if, if they are our fathers, yet they abandon their children, I don't, I don't get down like that. So that's me. So shout out to Agnostic Front. Hey, yeah, forever, no doubt. Now, listen, uh, this one question, uh, it was about your old, uh, was he your manager, John, or was he like a tour manager for you? Oh, Johnny Vermont. Yeah. Yeah, well, Johnny was our road manager, and he used to do merch with us, too. Yeah, Johnny. Someone asked about Johnny, and uh, they were very fond of Johnny, and asked if you had any good stories of, of uh, on the road with John. Oh, uh, that was so many, like, oh, I can't even, another one, I can't. I remember one of the last times us hanging out, you know, uh, we went at one of these festival after parties and a bunch of girls and guys. And, you know, he had two drinks and, you know, he was trying to post up and be, uh, you know, Rico Suave. And it was dark. And the next thing I know, he's sitting next to me. And when I turn my head back, he's not there. But I see two drinks in the air, but two hands holding them. But he's not there. Basically, he busted his ass, but he kept the drinks in the air because he kept trying to look. <laughs> and, nice. you know, but, uh, you know, good, clean fun. But uh, Johnny was a good dude. Uh, I used to bust his balls all the time. But, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, rest in peace, Johnny. Yeah, yeah good, good guy. Man. He, was, he was a nice guy. Great yeah. dude. Yeah. Joe, you got anything left? Yeah. Uh, give me one second. That one went quicker than I thought it was going. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is uh, if you could put together five band hardcore tour with, of course, Madballs in it. If you could put a five band tour together, who would it be? Uh, you know, of course, I saw it. It's going to be Wisdom. Oh, <laughs> All right. Boom. All right. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, a mad ball, wisdom. We're gonna get sick of it all. Agnostic front. Holy and, shit! And terror. 
Somebody, yeah, you know what? We'll get that to get Terra in there. Yeah. You know why? Because I'm just thinking of the mafia game we could have. Yeah. Oh goodness. That's Epic. The only reason. And plus, mafia game. One of those like it, it'll be like you know uh, we could swap out anybody for anybody in that group of people. You know. Well, listen, though. I mean? no, we know Sick of It All goes hard with the mafia, but does does Agnostic Front? Who plays with it? No, but that's what I mean. They could be our first round kills. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> You know, we kill the old guys first, Vanny. Cassidy, yeah, they would definitely be confused. Roger. Like, look at Roger will be a scumbag if he learns that game. He'll be yeah. If he learn once he learns it, he'll be very conniving. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I feel like he would set up his his dirty work like days in advance. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. He'll yeah. take it to another level where we'll all get better because we have to watch him. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, but it'll I be mean, a force. Be like, but I mean. As far as like the tour, I always wanted to also see was like, you know, the agnostic front suicidal, you know, uh, yeah. Crow Mag, real Crow Mag kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like some real New York classic, you know, not just because New York, but just the classic, you know, the, 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 what do you call it? The, 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 what do you call that shit with the faces with the presidents on them? The fucking Rush Rushmore. 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 Yeah, yes. more of hardcore, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'd like to see that shit one day. Like, all right, Metallica, Slayer, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we get it. The metal shit, we know it's always been. We need a hardcore fucking big four, you know what I mean? For real. Now, how many faces are on Rushmore? Five? Four, four, right? Four. Okay, so who would you put on the New York hardcore Mount Rushmore? It'll have to be Agnostic Front, mm-hmm. the Cro-Mags. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sick of it all. Uh-huh. Murphy's Law. There you go. And, one, and I two, put three, them. Four. And this is what the special thing about Murphy's Law: that one record, and for the time frame, and for who they were, and what they, you know, and the whole punk shit, the party aspect. But they were still a real hardcore band with the punk and the whole. They, you know, they were the first of their kind like that. You know what I mean? To yeah. be with Agnostic Fronts and the Chromags, it was never out of place to see Murphy's Law with the Chromags or Murphy's yeah. Law AF. Yet they were a party band. Think about who could do that. Nobody. Murphy's Law. Nah, they're one of a kind. That's what I mean. And I would say, um, you know, um, out of the New York, I was, let me see who else is there. Like, out of the classics, you know. I mean, um, you got Warzone. You got Sheer Terror. I, I you guess got Youth you, of Today. You know, like, I think I would have to throw it more towards a rabies maybe before. Uh, 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 and then maybe after that, if there was a fifth, it would be one of the straight edge like the the ray of today's or some shit just yeah. because the 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 play the what they did in the movement you know they had movements behind them sure yeah, yeah did man. you get to catch a ray ray of today's interview with joe rogan i heard like i saw a clip of him talking about a fight and i had to turn it off because you know, uh, I just, you know, there's some things that uh, <laughs> what, what? I, I'm going to save all my fantasy for like Walking Dead and like shit like that. Oh, you saying he was fantasy? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> because, you know, I think people are, are um, too much. Uh, what do you call it? Um, saltpeter of mm. freaking, um, um, dust in the air. My or issue would be was always with Youth of Today that when he played Youth of Today, he would have one outfit on. And when he played with Shelter, he'd have a different outfit on. Yeah. And I always struck because it's the same guy. So I feel, felt weird. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's but, costumes, you know. Yeah, costume. That's a better word than outfit. Again, you know, if, if that's your thing, if gimmicks are your thing, then that's cool. You gimmicks, know, gimmicks are your, are your thing. thing. What a what a punch right to the chin. I love it. No, no, I'm just saying. You know, no, like, no. I, 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 listen, listen. I wear short. I put pants on when I go on stage, but uh-huh. I don't put on a cape and I don't put on a fucking boots. But, and a, but what if you had another band and you put on a cape in the other it, band? You, exactly. yeah, you'd be like, ah. That would be my gimmick. Uh, and, yeah. and, and and if I was into gimmicks, then you'd gimmicks. be into metal. No, not even that. If that, yeah, if you have a gimmick in metal, if you come out with like a ship or like a Viking helmet, that's your gimmick. But yeah. there's nothing wrong with it if you're into gimmicks. I'm going to make sure I say gimmick a billion times. Gimmicks. Gimmicks. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that there's nothing wrong with it if you're into gimmicks. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like, fair. That's a fair statement. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying. That's, yeah. that's a fair statement. Yeah, I, I like you know I like when people dress on stage like they would if you know not you know like when they go out to eat with you or any other thing come over for Thanksgiving no big deal, but yeah when he goes from the the robe and the dot on the head or whatever to the other yeah. fucking champion hoodie I'm like come on which one is it? Oh exactly it's like it's more like which act is it right? Yeah Isn't because both it? of those bands deserve a real a real concrete image to say we're image proof this is who we are. So if yeah. you're in both of those bands which one are you? It's like it's like I'm in a stoner rock band and a straight edge band. Oh really? Which what the, how you how, how you pull that off? It don't make no sense to me. It, you know what it is, you know, I guess uh you know if if, if the audience doesn't care and the band doesn't care then whatever but to me personally i yeah. can never get down like that because to me that's corny last time i saw shelter though their snare sounded really good they had a great snare sound and, yeah and guys had great players yeah and uh, um and guys you know they've been around forever and i got no like personal beefs i don't really know those yeah guys, yeah you know and nothing like that but you know a gimmick's a gimmick yeah and, yeah. and you know and and again you know what I mean? I, 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 I'll, you never hear me. I'll give you a whatever you want. If you ever hear me say, "Yeah, I'm an old school guy, old school." I know I feel corny even saying that when there's guys like Stigma. Those are old school guys. Yeah. But I could tell you this: I've done enough time in this music where I could have my opinion, and, and I'm not afraid to be vocal about. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? And and certain people and and, and to me, gimmicks are corny unless yeah. that was your thing from jump. You know what yeah. I mean? Like from yeah. jump, you come out with a mask. Oh, that's always been your thing. And it's a gimmick. Now, people get offended. If you get offended, then you're corny. And mm. if you really, if that's your thing, you'll understand what I'm, you know what I mean? It's one of those things. You, you'll see how the person reacts to the word, and then you'll know if he's really about it. You know what I mean? Imagine a band and every, everybody on stage was dressed like a Catholic priest and, <laughs> and acted like they were really Catholic priests. It's goofy. Now, you know, Get out of here. Again, look at and, and again, I, I look because I'm a religious dude, so people could believe in whatever they want. Yeah. But me personally, I don't want to see a priest. I don't want to see a monk. I don't want to see a rabbi unless you're modest Yahoo. Otherwise, I don't want to see you unless you're in a fucking church when you're up there. Even if that's what you are, when you're up there, I want to see, see your hardcore kid up there. Exactly. I want to see me, meaning the person that looks like me, not like a guy who's trying to be godly. Exactly. And you I know what? That. I noticed uh, the last tweet you put up said you don't like any female front people in hardcore. That's Why bullshit, asshole. As of anything, I'm girl power. Fucking, okay. oh, let's go. 
That's a great way to put somebody on the spot, right? Just say they tweeted something. That one. That shit is no, like, never yeah, said that. That's danger. That's right. That's a fucking bar- <laughs> electric barbed wire taser. Yeah. No, but um, uh, yeah. Shout out to all you lovely front women out there. <laughs> Hoy never said. I was kidding. I was kidding. All right, Hoy, check this one out. This is from a friend of ours from France, who is very observant, a Madball fan. And he really likes your new guitar player, just says it's a great fit. He was wondering what took so long to find the the right person to put in that spot. Well, you know, part of it was exactly, you know, you got to find the right person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Madball isn't Mozart, but it's, you know, you got to be a good player. Not only a good player, you got to be a killer. But on top of that, you got to be a good dude and you got to be able to roll how we roll. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. There's no fantasy hour with us, you know what I mean? We don't, we you know, we don't live on no rock star fantasy bullshit. We don't, um, um, we're lucky to have everything we got, and we know it. So we we don't like when people take advantage of the situation. Meaning, you know, um, uh, we need modest people, people that grind, and people mm-hmm. that love what they do, because that's how every dude in the band is. And it just fell into place with with, with Mike, you know what I mean? Like. We have my good friend Dom, who plays in Born for Pain, you know, great guitars and, and a very good friend of ours. He was able to, f- you know, fill in at the right time. And since we had a lot of stuff booked, we just kept them, you know, till while we came up with ideas on who was going to fill in the spot. And during yeah. that time, we, we ran into Gennari with you. And then mm-hmm. after that tour, that's when we reached out. And then, you know, long story short, we started touching bass. Gennari was a perfect fit, you know, great dude, great guitarist. And, you know, obviously he could, we know what was good. He got to jump on a couple of uh, tours with us in America where it isn't the big glorious tours and, you know, the big festival shows and a lot of long drives. So it was good to see how he would handle it. And he's a trooper, you know what I mean? um, Yeah, for sure. And I'm glad he's in the band. Put it like that. Beautiful. That was from (laughs) Tomas from France. Joe, you got any more? I got one more. What is it? Uh, how has Corona Queens changed over the years, and is it getting gentrified like other places in New York City? Well, I left Corona Queens like seven years ago. <laughs> um, I live in Florida now, but I go back every you know every year. I go back. I go go through, but um, it was already getting um gentrified back then. I would see like Mormon kids walking in my neighborhood, and that's really out of place. If you knew my old neighborhood, it was all you know, Spanish, like Mexican and Colombian. And, um, but yeah, it's a, you know, Queens is a melting pot and Corona, even especially that area of Queens itself, like Jackson Heights, you know, you had Thai, Nepalese, Pakistani, Colombian, Mexican, Ecuadorian, Jamaican, you name it, Polish, we had it, you know what I mean? So, but I think all of New York is getting gentrified and all that. So, you know, it sucks, but, um, Whatever. I'm in I'm in Florida now, so but I love New York and I hope, you know, every you know, I hope the people keep the soul there. Even if the if the outside ain't the same, the soul stays alive for a while. For real, for real. Oh so. All right, let me I got another one for you. You ready for this? Question for Hoya Rock. This is the last question I have too. <laughs> if if I missed any ahead of time, sorry. 
But, you know, they were coming in in, like, blotches and stuff, you know. (laughs) Does he have a favorite Sabbath bass line that he likes to play? That's the the first part of his question. Do you want to do that and then I'll do the next? Do, 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 do. That's my shit. Look at anything Sabbath. They're the greatest band in the world. That any any anything fucking Giza does is flavor. And again, if you look at what Giza played, he played a Fender. And yeah. again, if Sabbath played it, you play it, and that's it. <laughs> yep. But um, yo, what was that one bass line that Black Sabbath had? When like boom, 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 boom. Hell boom. yeah! Oh, boom, boom, boom. Yo, that was so dope. And then he comes in with the lead after like two. Oh minutes. man, that's so dope. Oh, it does seem a little bit. Before. Yeah, that shit is bad. Yo, I'm gonna bump that shit in a little while. Yeah, he said. Uh, I forget. He's talking about a girl. Like uh, the the lyrics. I forget the that, name though. That's the thing about Sabbath. They'll go from some like bluesy shit like that to some dark fucking rock shit to it's like anything they want. Some, yeah, anything they want, man. Fucking um. What I got a question for you guys. What's up? What's up with the fucking morons that can't wait to go to the beach? Yeah, well, man, people are I just got back right from the beach before this interview. <laughs> no, the, the, you know why? I'm, you know why I'm saying this? So I don't, uh-huh. I don't get involved with all these talks, all this blah 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 blah. You know why it's funny? So my brother is a park ranger in Miami Beach. Uh-huh. And he showed me a fucking text today. They got like fucking seven hundred calls in a day. A complaints of violations of people not they want to be next to each other, no mask, hanging out, and whatever, wow. whatever it be, people, whatever you're, if it's a real flu, a fake flu from a bat, from a side, wherever it is, even if it's a bullshit flu, it's something that's going around and won't stop going around to motherfuckers let it die, mm. and they're not letting now, it die. I think it's just oh, people man. just don't respect it and don't believe it at this point. That's what I mean. Yeah. Questions are like, okay, you don't got to respect, you don't got to believe that it's this crazy killer. Yeah, it could be like the regular flu that kills everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that too. But guess what? It's, it's, it's touched. I could personally say it's killed two of my father's friends. So it, mm-hmm. it hit somebody close and somebody else I know. And I know two people that caught it. So even if it's a flu, I know this flu that just happened to go around and happened to be, it's touching home in a lot of ways. So yeah. what I'm saying is, oh, oh, for real, forget where it came from. Forget all that other shit. Let it die out by keeping clean. And people are, oh, I'm going to prove them I'm American. Look at, we're, we want to keep America alive. Okay. Yeah, for people that are going to the Capitol buildings to protest this, but they also want to bring their guns. I don't really understand that version of it. Like, why the guns? Like, you know, it's so stupid. My whole point is like, whatever the politics of it is, it's like, how about let's start the protesting in a month from now? Why you gotta be now? Why don't we wait another month and yeah. they knock your head off? Well, I, or stop after the confirmed deaths. You know, like because you're still seeing a, a, over a thousand, uh, easy a, a thousand a week in the U.S. You, of, you know what you the know. fact is? You know what the fact is? I don't know the re- the, the the proper saying, but. You know, out of sight, out of mind, mm, and yeah, that's the yeah, fact yeah. is. You yeah. know, it, it, it ain't happening the same way. All these motherfuckers turn an eye to all these child molesters. If it ain't yeah. their kid, all of a sudden it don't matter till it happens to their kid. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's the problem with motherfuckers. Oh no, my my rights, my rights. No motherfucker, it's about living right now. We worry about politics later. 
Let's find exactly. out if it's fake or real. And then once we know that, then we worry about getting at whoever. But let's first make sure. It's the same thing as just in case we get, that's why we get insurance. Mm. Just in case we might do the sign of the cross. Just in case we say, hey, God, just in case we maybe say, oh, if anybody's up, just in case. Well, that's why we do things, just in case. Yeah. Or just look at it if you're worried about freedom. Look at it as this is your freedom to cooperate with fellows, fellow Americans, and you should be patriotic. Exactly. You, you have the freedom to cooperate right now. And, and then you can have the freedom to protest in a month from now. Exactly. When, they don't when, care. You know what it is? <laughs> thing called when you have a little consideration of saying, you know what, just in case the shit is real, you know what, let me hold back, and then I'm going to take their heads off. Yo, yeah, let, me, let me bite my tongue because I don't want to yes. offend the dead or the, the people exactly. who are dealing with death. Exactly. Yeah, the, the people, same way people. they want us to feel for the for the for the the veterans, which I back. I'm I'm mm. fully back the veterans, but the same way we want to fight for that, we got to respect these the the dead that happened, you know, after this this shit. You know, what it's I mean? a new country. It's a very selfish country. If you're selfish, you're kind of you look at it as a hard worker and. Blah, blah, blah. I'm taking no, mine. I don't care. I'll step on the next guy. I'm a they, CEO. I'm, they, they, that's what we love no, now. So. The problem is now if you have an opinion, you're, that's the problem. You can't have an opinion. You got to be on a side now. That's the yeah. difference. You can't say, oh, I believe this, but like this and that. No, no, then you're wrong. You either got to be this or you're that. Yeah. On both sides, well, which is bullshit. You know what I mean? That's people like Chris Mavramatis we have right with us. I mean, <laughs> Get out of here. You know, I tell him the first structure was a teepee, but he didn't believe me. I told him it was like, a, <laughs> like a, I told him like a triangle, like a round, round top. I said, no, it's not logical, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's not logical. <laughs> All right. The second half of this question is who started the base mafia? Well, that's like saying. Um, uh, you can't answer that. Oh, God, no, I'm just, who started like, oh, God, no, First of all, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, all I know, I'm a father of two boys. Um, uh, I, I, I'm a good guy. You know. I'm I don't a, know anything. I don't about know anything. How <laughs> you call mafia? I'm a single He's father. familiar too. with this term. <laughs> um, um, I don't know, but um, yo, shout out to Craig ahead out there. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. I was actually debating him last night on some of the topics you just brought up about the virus, and uh, you two might have a lot to say back and forth. He might be in the camp of uh, some of these beach people. Oh, yeah, no, because it's it's easy for a guy to say that when he's in a farm away from everybody uh -huh. or in a house where he don't go out and mingle anybody again. You know what I mean? And again, that's not my point. Ain't nobody more American than me and proud to be from this country, but mm -hmm. I'm also not stupid and i'm also thinking of this how about this yeah i'm fine yeah i'm healthy you're healthy but maybe you have a family member that isn't so why am i gonna do that to somebody i got love for unless all i'm worried about is myself and if you're just worried about yourself then fuck you you know what spoken I mean? like a true patriot exactly i'm just thinking of the next man because you know why i hope the next man is thinking about me because i also got older parents and, and, and young kids community Absolutely. I like Absolutely. It. Without it, you don't got shit. You know, you got nobody. Isolationism. Yeah, exactly. North Korea. Yeah, exactly. Go go over there and be with those motherfuckers. Well, you can't do nothing, and you, you know. Beautiful. This is number three in a row. 
but you did four. A couple people actually hit us up in between the last one and this one saying, I went back because I never knew Hoya was on at all, and I found it, and, oh, it was so short, blah, blah, blah. Well, now uh, you got a taste of Hoya. Yeah, yeah, and nah, nah, I'm glad we made, we made a point with the triple header. Yeah, was, and it came out good. Getting, yeah, man. I was getting a little offended, dude, so I was getting offended. Now, before I let you go, though, you recently put up a picture, and it almost appeared as if the band is in the process of recording a new album. Not a record, because that's only one song, but an <laughs> album. <laughs> I don't know about so, you guys, but I'm, I'm planning to record an LP, a long play. Okay. <laughs> ah, I see. Now, Was I right in assuming it based on this photo that I've I've seen? <laughs> yeah, now, um, yeah, definitely, man. We've been in the works. Like, it was already stuff flying around, but, like, literally, when this shit, when all of the tours got canceled, I had a couple, I had some music already, but when the, 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 the lockdown happened, I made it a, a mission that I'm not going to, I was thinking originally, oh, if I could get in the studio by the end of the year, wow, you know, hopefully. Mm. Now I'm like, no, I want to have this shit done by the end of the summer. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, like done. And I feel confident that the shit is rocked out, like done to the T and all that good shit. And right now I got like six new joints. I got some shit, man. I'm really, really psyched about. That's six why records. That's why I got six records. I'm, I'm gonna put on my long play, <laughs> and um, but, but um, no. What what started happening was it started evolving quicker than I expected. On because you know we gotta come with it, man. We can't put out no half fat. I don't want to put out a record that is like, oh, it's cool, you know. Nah, we gotta put out some. Not for shit, number ten, know? baby. Not for number ten. Exactly, and I got yeah. Some number ten's up, gotta be amazing. We gotta make a statement like we always do, but I got a feeling. You know, I got the right shit for the right time for the right album, and I'm gonna make sure this this number ten is celebrated. You know, because I started coming up with a lot of cool, a lot of good groove shit, a lot of good bounce shit that I think people um, might have missed and is due for motherfuckers to get reminded. Beautiful. So. Now listen, we're gonna link up again as you get closer to this thing. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. You know what's up. Keep Post America up on on the uh, on the progress it is. Absolutely, we're working on that now. As a matter of fact, once there's some traveling, we're able to travel a little bit. Um, I think the guys are coming down in for some rehearsals, so maybe we'll maybe we'll do a little a, 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 a quick uh, live with you guys from the studio. Oh, <laughs> nice, that'd be, yeah, great. that'd be great. Do some shit like that, you know what I mean? Like uh, web one webcam to the other webcam kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like I mean, it at that. Yeah, yeah, but nah, and uh, what's up with you guys? Jamming or what? You were recording, right? Yeah, we just recorded two new songs. Well, one new song and a cover for uh, a split with a band called Sharp Shock. You know those guys? Uh, no, I, I think I've been hearing the name for some reason. Do, do you know that, that tattooist Dan Smith? Yeah, of course. That's his band. Oh, that's why I heard of them, of course. Shout out to Dan, man. Dan's the man. Yeah, he's a good guy. And uh, so we're doing a split with them, a cover each, and a. A, a new song each, so we got that out of the way. I'm going back in the studio tomorrow just for mixing, but all the recording's done. Oh, and then, uh, but this whole time we've been working on a full length ourselves. You know, how much shit you got? Musically, a lot. We just got to figure out what we like the best and lay some catchy vocals and good good content over top. You know. All right, now let me ask you this: mm. from your last record, what's different from this record and the last record, or it's the, the it's or it's the same? Like where the next, where the last record left off. 
I'd say it. Uh, in my opinion, it's it's musically uh, kind of similar, but you know, without hearing the vocals over it, yeah. and that's where that's where the big change might come or might not come. I don't know. You know, what well, do you, you know, think, Joe? I, 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 <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, mu- for my my opinion is musically it sounds similar, but not. Um, that last record was so like kind of all over the place musically that it's it still sounds it sounds similar because it's so diverse oh that's good you know what i'm saying yeah 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 so do you think you did the same thing like on your last record you had bigger songs like more thought out songs yeah i think that's where this is headed also yeah that's good that's dope dope. how many songs you got that that, without vocals but that you got that you're like okay that's a song probably maybe nine right now Oh man, you in the home stretch? Yeah, we we probably throw half of these out though before we get to that point. But nine right so, now. As soon as, right, soon as we hey, get together on, again, I got a question for you guys. Hold on, now that you say that, so you guys work your songs and then you build them and then you throw them away? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're just not good, but or no, they just I, sometimes I, like I, it's it starts out and you think it's good, it's going somewhere, and it just doesn't go where you want it to go. So then it's. It's I, I know vocally it's hard to start over with a song. Yeah. It's very hard because you keep hearing yeah. the thing that you invented in your in your imagination. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to hear it brand new again. So, so it's not impossible, but it's hard, you know? So that, sometimes that, it's easier just to scrap it, start over. Maybe if it's good enough, it'll make the next album, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy to me because we never did like I wouldn't build like that shit like it goes from the riff demo and then it's either gonna get a song like we're gonna start building it or the shit gets thrown out like uh, it's crazy to build it and then be like ah maybe not like I'm gonna well, wish we had enough. Well, we, we you know we do it in like in like sections so by the time the last section comes would be vocals. Yeah, we might just be like nah we end up not liking it but yeah. you know we we like the music. But we don't like it now. Like if yeah. we don't and like we have, the music right off the bat, we, we get rid of it early. The only yeah, thing, yeah. the only way it would stick around was is at the very end, the finishing touches didn't come out right. You know, like we have quite a few songs that are recorded vocals and everything, front to back. Like it, you know what I mean. But it just no, not everyone could agree <laughs> on it at the end. You know. All right, now let me ask you this, and I want an honest fucking answer. How many pe- does the people in the band have the last say on what songs get chopped or not? Does the whole band or do like one, do two? I think if it's majority rules, if like four right. people really love a thing, then yeah. it's gonna get on. I would say if this: three, if one, two, if three like it and two don't. That's kind of like that's not really good a good ratio. Wow, you, know? you guys are really like like some like communist shit, right? But if one dude was really like certain like, that it sucked, then one dude could get rid of a song. So I guess I kind of do a dictatorship. I guess it's like it. mafia. It's like yeah. mafia. Like you know how one guy could sway the whole group. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Of argument. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, if, one, if one guy hates a song everybody loves, but he 
and he's not willing to say, well, if you guys like it, cool. If he just sticks with, nah, nah, it sucks, nah, then we'll say, all right, fuck it. Peace. Yeah, you know what happens with me? I'm like Trump. I'll say some shit, and then niggas won't say it in front of me, but they'll go behind my back and diss me. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? But they'll be like, oh, yo. You know, they're like, yo, Papa. Oh, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah, trust me. I know that that vibe, too. Trust me. (laughs) But when you're the president of the United States, you can do whatever you want. That's, I wish I had it like you. And had. when you write a song like "Set It Off," you know you can do what you want. <laughs> True. I, I'm this crowd. But uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I was always wondering. I was like, like um, that's the thing when you have a lot of when you when you have a lot of guys' opinions when you is when when a lot of opinions are involved with picking that shit becomes really hard. So that's crazy that you guys. Um, well, you know what? There's five of us, but Chris will almost always not. He won't even give a fuck yeah. by the end. He he don't want it to sound bad, and it's got he's got to really think it's shit for him to step in, and he yeah. has before. But for the most part, he'll be like, "Hey, if you guys like it, cool." Yeah, but it's called consideration. He has yeah. what I was talking about. Other people don't have. He has. He's it. very considerate. Very Make very you easy. Not to so deal much. With. You not Joe. So Joe will almost like everything. He'll <laughs> almost like everything. Uh. <laughs> You not so much. I like decent amount of stuff. <laughs> Luke will like something one day, and then the next day he'll hate it and act like he just heard it. So he's a little hard. <laughs> to yeah. Right? He's like, you know, he's like, it's a mental thing. Evan is, you know, he kind of won't step in in the in the way if everybody likes it. He doesn't. He'll be like, all right, you know, I think it's shitty, but I'm down. I never heard him just shut something down. Yeah. yeah. You know, I might have shut some songs down, but not when. I always had at least one partner that agreed with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I typically think that I kind of tend to think things are savable, salvageable yeah. when other people don't think they are. And I'm like, no, wait, let's just wait. We can we can fix it. We can fix it. And uh, I don't think that uh, it works typically, you know, too often. But I, I kind of like tend I, I hate wasting good music, too. And like. You know, these guys like put a lot of time into like making songs dope just musically. So I I hate it when something and I love it and it sounds really cool musically, but yeah. the vocals aren't coming off. And then I feel like it's like, yeah, you know, it sucks. Like, I don't want to yeah. I don't want to be the reason this thing is not. You know, I, I don't even sweat that, though. I always feel like we could write something better anyway. So fuck it. Get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, feeling, that, fuck it. That's great thinking to me. I'm like, I'll get offended if my shit gets this, but not because I'm offended that uh, I can't take criticism. Is even if my the riff I bring to the table is one note, I know I've played that note for a month every mm. which way possible, and I've dissed myself uh, twice as much as I've played it and shitted on myself. To, to have to convince myself to say no, I I I really feel this one note where I gotta convince these other niggas and I gotta give them the whole PowerPoint presentation of this one note <laughs> so they feel it. So, <laughs> so and they shit on it because at the moment they're like, ah, oh, it's one note. Then I'll flip because I'll be like, no, no, it ain't just one note, nigga. Because I just yeah. played it for a month and this one note feels like that a billion different ways and different times and different while I'm happy, sad, and that note's supposed to do this. So it does its job. And then, you know, it's kind of like you got to sell it. Exactly. But I I won't sell nothing that I 
That's why I got off- I get offended at some other guys' work ethics when I'll be in a room and they jab, they come up with a riff on the spot and I'll be like, oh, I don't like it. And they'll be like, oh, then I'll forget it. And I'll be like, yeah, nigga, why don't you, why don't you try, you, you just drop a load and you just expect the baby to fucking raise itself? No. Uh, you got to fucking lay, you got to nurture the shit, you got to add, it's going to pop out. Then you gotta but what it. if the riff is dope right off the bat? What if? Hey, listen, my, my, that's my, my point is this, is like, it's just, you got to put time, invest in it. You know what I mean? The, 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 the. The what do you call it? The apartheid or whatever you call that in Greece was that <laughs> that was a square piece of marble. It was taken from the ground and then chiseled, right? I little got by you. little to become the masterpiece it is now. When motherfucker comes out the box ready to go and Zeus to live in it. But fantasy. is it ever possible <laughs> that it comes out of the box ready to go? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. But but that's rare. But it's not always that. For every one of those, you got to do 20 of the other ones. Yeah, it's I'd a say. Fact. Yeah, it's just yeah. a fact. I'll tell you from the biggest songwriters in the world, they'll tell you for every hit they have, they got 50 songs that are bullshit. You know I'm what I mean? Yeah, sure. It's just, but that's the, the, the thing. If you got that work ethic and you grind, and if you're hunting, you're going to be successful. If but you got to be open. You exactly. Gotta be open. If you're not throwing a, a line out in the water, you ain't going to catch nothing. It's just yeah. what it is. And that's what I mean. To me, the more you hunt, the more quality of the, of the kill. The, the more, the further out, the sneaky you are, you can get a bigger, the, the more meaty the meat, the riff, you know, the yeah. same thing with the riff. Yeah, we could catch guppies in a fucking puddle all day. Now, let's that's, why, a, that's why let's Chris gives us one riff a year. Let's catch a shark in the ocean. But if that riff of the year becomes... The, the riff of your, of the main song, it's worth it. You hunt it right. for something that's going to last forever. Remember, you, that one chop is going to last forever. To this day, people talk about set it off or, um, you, know, they, you know, smell the bacon. Guess what? Whatever, whatever, that one riff will be in history. So Yeah, getting recorded. It's worth, it. it's sure. worth putting the time in everything you do. People mm. out there. Don't Great advice. It. You know, invest, invest in yourselves, people. How about that? Because whatever it. it is you do, if you invest in it, the quality is going to come out. When you do something half ass, we could see it. And, Hoya, you are saying, basically, the guy that puts the most work into the band should really, at the end of the day, have the last say. No, I ain't saying that. Why not? Come on. I ain't saying that. But what I should say is <laughs> if, 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 if I see somebody's working the hardest, I should definitely at least my ears will be. I'm going to give him my ear before anybody else. All right, I wanted you to trick everybody into giving me complete control of the band. I know, but, you know. I know you did, I, but I got to play PC too, so I look like a good guy. <laughs> <and shit>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did I say I like girls too before? And like, and everybody's nice and animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, and, and animal and plant based. And did I say all that? <laughs> did I talk, oh ladies? God. Hey, ladies, I'm eco friendly. I'm, 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 I'm free range. <laughs> yeah, holla, but um. Everybody, yeah, get at Hoya. Say hello. No, no, but it's crazy. It's um, yeah, it's it's uh, quality. You know what I mean? I just um, anybody invest if it's um, again, if you work um at, at McDonald's, you know, take pride in your shit. You know, you could tell, and people take notice when you take pride in what you do. Completely. There's always somebody watching. We all know that you guys work on. Like, you know, on, on, on uh, construction sites and stuff, you know, there's people watching always and they'll yeah. notice. They'll know when you ain't working the same way they know when you're not working. They'll know when you're working. 
do it right or don't do it. Exactly. Hoya, we, we're going to end on that note, and we appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Yo, what Hoya. love. Thanks, Hoya. Yo, Real quick, love. tell everybody uh, where they can follow you on uh, social media. Yo, Hoya Rock 357 on Insta. com. Get that merch from your boy. Not only that, support any hardcore band at the moment, any working class band at the moment. We need it. And like I've been saying at the end of all my shit, Metallica has enough money. So before you buy a Metallica shirt, buy a Wisdom shirt, buy a, a Madball shirt, buy a fucking, you know what I mean? So um, Amen. one love to everybody out there, Post America podcast. One love. I love you niggas. And, and uh, Freddie, start booking a Madball Wisdom and Change. We'll go out in, uh, let's say, uh, d- October. Let's go. It's coming, yeah, yeah October 2026, yo, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, homie. Thank good. you so much. All right, homie. Thank you, man. Be safe, fellas. All right, All right. We'll yeah, be man. back soon. Uh, Post America Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at Post America Podcast and uh, send us your questions. Let us know what you think about the the Hoya triplex. What's it yeah. called? What's it called when there's three episodes? A tri- it's called a, a- trilogy. Cool. Trilogy. <laughs> Triplex, that's oh, it. Sorry, I like the Triplex, though. Go on. The, the Hoya Rock tri- Trilogy. The trifecta, trilateral fucking tri- triplets. Trimester. <laughs> Peace out, Hoya. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker. Who the fuck you think you in? This is post-America. You ain't shit, motherfucker.